All right, and welcome back to the road to somewhere. It's a beautiful afternoon, and I've got my coffee, and I wanted to sit down and talk all about gardening today. Um, I want to go over kind of the year that I had, what worked, what didn't, uh, if there's any plans for my fall garden, and then looking forward to next year, what kind of what I'm going to do differently, and seeds and seed starting and kind of how it all went so that's what we're gonna do so just grab your tea or coffee and have a seat and we'll get started so this year um we're gonna start at the beginning because that's what people do so i got a book by melissa k norris called the family garden plan and my goal this year was to extend my growing season to grow a couple of things either tomatoes or green beans or something there were two vegetables that I wanted to grow a year's worth of and then I wanted to also do some seed saving now this year for us was hard gardening for mostly one reason is that we've been in in a drought for most of the year we've had so little rain in our part of the country and it really did a number on the garden um So I don't feel like it was as productive as I wanted it to be, mainly because, like I said, we had no water. And I didn't want to water overly from the well because it's a well. And we weren't getting rain to to fill it back up. So things kind of just, they didn't go quite to plan. But anyways, um, I got her book and there's all sorts of charts and it's a really fantastic resource as far as planning out how much you want to preserve, how much you need to grow based on your square footage and um, your family size and just everything. It's, it's a really great resource in that, re- in that respect. Um, so I knew that I, like I said, I wanted to do tomatoes and possibly green beans and then garlic. Um, so for us, there's only two of us, but I was also growing for my, my parents and my aunt and uncle and possibly my brother if they were going to eat anything. So I, I planned large quantities anyways. Um, the tomatoes, we planted about 18 tomato plants and I started everything from seed I started um, carrots, I started tomatoes, I started um, drawing a blank here, cucumbers and squash, I tried onions, and I even got a grow light to, as something new this year to try um, with seeds starting, and literally nothing, nothing made it, (laughs) so Apparently, onion seeds are only viable for one year, which I didn't know. Mine were a couple years old, which makes sense as to why they didn't actually sprout at all. So I ended up buying bulbs from a seed company that's kind of local and did did it that way. But, um, But yeah, nothing, nothing started. Nothing. And I don't know if it's because even with the light, they were in the basement, so maybe it was just too cool. But it didn't work. So I ended up buying all of my tomato plants from one of the local farm stands. And I did brandywine, 
Jetstar tomatoes and then a, um, some sort of cherry tomato, which apparently turned orange. So that's fine. They tasted pretty good. Um, and I've been freezing all of my tomatoes to can at a later point to make sauce. We actually have sauce from last year still, so it's fine as far as, um, preserving. I don't need to do it yet. We still have some. And like I said, with only two of us, it's really, we've had plenty of tomatoes for eating fresh and plenty of tomatoes to can. So that worked out well, but everything else was pretty, <laughs> was pretty sad. Uh, and mostly it was just all for fresh eating. I ended up with three, um, three small cooking pumpkins again, which worked well. That's what I had last year. I didn't get any squash whatsoever. I tried to do those in grow bags and that did not work. The roots I think were just too compact and I got tons of flowers but no fruit. So I will not be doing that again next year. They'll go in the garden. Um, and then I did peppers also in grow bags. I grow, I did sweet peppers. They were Jimmy Nardello's and something else, some other kind of sweet yellow pepper, really skinny, long peppers, because I have a really hard time growing bell peppers. They just don't turn. We have such a short growing season, they don't turn in time. So I thought, you know, I'm going to try a skinny pepper. And actually those did really well on the west side of the house with the heat, because they're a tropical plant. They really like a lot of heat. And, um, the peppers actually did fantastic. The banana peppers did great. The Jimmy Nardellos did great and they tasted really good. So I will probably do that again in the grow bags because it saves me a little bit of space in the garden and they were really, really prolific. So that was good. And then let's see, everything else in the grow bags, we did a little bit of lettuce, which worked out fine. And then, um, I also had lemon balm and mint in grow bags, which also did fine. Um, just I need to get them through the winter, and hopefully they come back in the spring. Um, but the cucumbers were really sad this year. The onions did okay. I got about, I planted 150 onions, and we ate some as we, they were as they were growing. So I have a bunch that were able to pull and save. So that was nice. And the green beans did okay, but not fantastic. Um, we didn't really get enough to can. So I have, I have a couple of cans, a couple of jars rather of green beans, but it's definitely not enough for a year's worth of green beans. Um, and I think that's really just, we didn't plant like a huge, you know, we planted maybe like a row and a half of green beans. So it just wasn't, it just wasn't enough. It was fine for fresh eating. And as I said, just a small batch of canning, but it wasn't, wasn't anything that was definitely not a year's worth. Um, we, a new thing that I did this year was turnips, which actually turned out pretty well. We did a row and those, are, those get pretty big. So there weren't that many in the row. I probably would do two rows next year. Um, and I'd plant them just a little bit earlier. They got kind of wormy with the heat. 
in like the end of July, early August, it was they were fine to eat, but the outsides were getting a little bit wormy. So I think if I plant them a, just a smidge earlier next year because they like the cooler weather, um, you know, we can pull them at the beginning of July, July beginning of, to middle of July instead, and I think they'll be perfect. Um, radishes were fine, and what else did I plant? And then all the flowers. Um, so, and, and lettuce. Actually, the lettuce that we got was like a, I think it was like some sort of Amish speckly red lettuce. But it was really drought and heat resistant, which was great because it didn't bolt um, in, the, in the heat of the summer. And t- lettuce tends to do that. So next year, I am trying to, if the flowers ever puff out. I'm trying to save those seeds, but if not, we'll definitely be getting more seeds for that next year because that was, it was really tasty. And like I said, it did not, did not bolt in heat, which is hard to, hard to find lettuce that doesn't do that. Um, and then I had planned to do a fall garden as well, but with everything, we still have no rain and I just, to be honest, I just don't have the energy to do that. So I'm going to be planting garlic this fall. I have the garlic already and I just need to get some compost and work on setting up the beds for that. And I will be planting a big garlic bed to overwinter with some mulch. And then um, that will be ready to harvest, I think, in June or July. Um so I'm pretty excited about that. I've never tried to grow garlic before, but it's super easy. Just break up the cloves and plant them and then mulch it over for winter. So it shouldn't be um, it shouldn't be hard to do at all. And like I said, I'm pretty excited about that. But as far as anything else for the fall garden, cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, any of that, I'm not I'm not doing any of it. Um, it just I just don't have the energy for it. So for me, garden season is pretty much all done. I'm going to be doing applesauce with the apples that we got from picking a couple weeks ago. And again, with everything with canning and preserving and lids and jars, like fighting that stuff, it has been super hard as everyone knows. And so as all of the canning that I wanted to do, I I don't know if I'm going to have the supplies to do it. So I don't want to go out and get a bunch of stuff at the farmer's market or with a CSA because I just, I don't know if I'll be able to find jars to actually preserve it. Um, so I do have some jars for applesauce and that's fine. I have lids, I have some lids, but yeah, it's just, everything's been really hard to find. So like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to try to get a bunch of bulk produce and, and preserve it try to preserve because I just don't have the supplies for it. Um, so looking into next year, I am going to actually try to buy my seeds a little bit early. I still, I have plenty of tomato seeds. I have, I seed save my peppers from my peppers, the watermelon from some borage. I'm going to try to plant morning glories next year somewhere. I just don't know where yet. And um, 
I have, I mean, I still have a bunch of seeds that I, I can plant. So for most, for the most part, I'm not worried about that. I have, I, but I think I need to get some carrot seeds and I definitely need to get turnips because I used all of those seeds. Um, I'll have to double check on the lettuce, but everything else I pretty much have because I'm not planting, like I said, for the garden space that I have and for the size of my family, I don't need to plant, um, you know, a hundred, a hundred cucumbers or whatever, you know, like I'm not plant for the most part, I'm not planting that much of anything. So, and seeds save for at least a couple of years, except for onions, apparently. <laughs> so, um, I probably will do, I probably will do bulbs next year for onions again. It was definitely easier than seeds. Onion seeds take forever to actually sprout. So I probably will do just the bulbs. Um, and yeah, I think I'm going to try doing tomatoes a little bit differently. I hate tomato cages with a passion. They're so hard to get in between once the tomatoes actually start growing. It's ridiculous. Um, so what I'd like to do is get a couple of hog panels and make trellises. I want to make one trellis for climbing beans and then do a long panel, sort of like a fence and put the tomatoes and sort of like tie up the tomatoes as they grow up the panel and do it that way. I think it'll be so much easier as far as harvesting and uh, just space in the garden. The tomato cages, because you have to plant them so far apart, it's it's such a, it, it's such a, t- a space suck, really, in, in the garden. Um, and so I think I want to try to do that next year with a, with a hog panel. And then make a couple of, of arches with them so that I can do beans and the... Uh, cucumbers possibly and maybe some morning glories if I plant them in the garden so I'm gonna try to do that and design it a little bit differently I've been using pallet arches or pallet trellises for the cucumbers which has worked out well but they're super heavy and I can use them for something else but they work really well if you plant like we planted cucumbers which Ooh, don't even get me started on the cucumbers, but they weren't bushy. But if you plant um, underneath them, you can plant carrots or lettuce or something that needs a little bit of shade that does well with a little bit of shade. And so you ca- you can kind of stretch out your um, your growing season a little bit by by basically planting underneath the trellises because they get a little bit of shade and it just keeps the heat off of them. And it works out really well with carrots or lettuce or um, what else do we put under there? Spinach. Um, they don't bolt as fast. And other than that, I want to try to move towards no-till, but I I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to go about that yet. Uh, but that's on the to-do list as well. And um, yeah, just trying to... I'm going to be... Putting, basically putting the garden to rest here pretty soon once the garlic's in. And um, 
I'm just kind of excited to start planning. I'm going to put it off just a little bit, but starting to plan for next year, you know, and just really kind of sitting down and saying, okay, this is where I planted what, and, and kind of moving things around a little bit so they're not planted in the same spots. And, um, yeah, just sort of reconfiguring what I'm planting and where and how much. And, um, you know, kind of going from there. I, I really liked having the garden planner. And it was, I made, you know, have all my notes from when I planted what outside and when I seed started and the temperatures and stuff. I made all of those notes this year, which will be helpful for planning next year. So if you guys don't do that, I highly recommend figuring out, you know, okay, year to year, when do you start getting cold temperatures and when is your first frost in the fall and when is your last frost in the spring and really writing down those temperatures because it's going to fluctuate year to year, but it's really helpful as far as planning because we had frost probably a week earlier this year than we, than our average frost date in the fall. Um, we were getting down to like 30, 34 and it, it really, it pretty much, you know, killed the tomatoes and, uh, cause I was waiting for the rest of them to ripen and <laughs> it just killed that. So, um, you know, having an idea of when those things happen is going to really help your planning and figuring out your exact growing season, how many days it is. And then that'll give you an idea of, okay, you know, what can I, what can I plant directly in the spring or the fall and when I need to do that? And then what are you starting from seeds and when should you do that? So, um, you know, planning really helps and it, it kind of makes you feel more in control of your growing season. At least for me, it makes, that's how it makes me feel. Um, because I know, okay, this is when I need to do this. This is when I need to do that. And it, it just really helps you keep a track of, of where things are and what you need to be doing. And, and just really, you know, even if you don't want to want to plant all year, you definitely don't have to. Um, I mean, that's, that's entirely a personal decision to make. Um, but it just helps you, I think, keep track of it if you are planning on extending your growing season or starting to trying to start to plant earlier in the year. Um, you know, if you have a greenhouse or coal frames or, or, you know, even like a little, hoop, you know, a hoop house or whatever, if you're trying to do any of those things, then it's, it gives you uh, a ballpark of when you need to really start, uh, start, start doing those things. So, um, so yeah, I hope you guys had a great garden season if you didn't, and if you were struggling like us then, um, you know, there's always next year, there's certain things as, as a farmer, as a gardener, you just can't control and we can't control the weather. We can't control the rain. We can't control, you know, the wet season or the fires or whatever it is you're dealing with. And, um, so, you know, just take stock of how it went and try again next year. Um, but as, as I said, I hope everything is going well with your gardens and you're preserving and I will let you guys go. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this beautiful day and I will see you guys next time. Have a great afternoon. Bye-bye.